Help Me Be Me is self-help for people who hate self-help, hosted by me, Sarah May. What I talk about on my show is my personal opinion, and it's not a substitute for professional help. Take what helps and leave the rest. Hi, friends. As we head into the end of the year and toward the new year... Uh, I think one really important step is getting clear about what you want. And I don't mean making a vision board unless that is something you enjoy doing and you find resonates with you, then by all means, absolutely make a vision board. Um, But the reason for this episode is I remember early on in my self-help beginnings, I was kind of tentative about investing in any of the... I don't know, visioning type of guidance I was giving, given. And it was almost like I was still on the outside of the genre, looking in and like poking fun at parts of it and deciding how much of it I believed in and how much of, of it I thought was cliche horse doo doo. And now that I would consider myself well along the path of my self help dive, um, I think one thing that is really important if you are growing and you are building towards something is just being able to see a life you want. And I think that is kind of something we don't often do deliberately. And it can be difficult to do that, especially when you are limited by a routine. So if you are heavy into routine, which routine is super helpful if you are feeling unstable in any way, but if you are super into your routine, it can be reductive in like your ability to envision a life bigger than that routine. Um, So this is for you if you are that type of person, because I am that type of person. It's also for you if you are feeling stuck currently in your life, like in a rut. I think for a lot of people also, making a vision or having a clear vision of what you want in the future can also feel a little uh, fluffy, you know, like it's kind of a waste of time. So in this episode, I'm going to make a case for why it is important and also why it is very powerful. And at the end In the tools section, we're going to go through some actual exercises to start to ideate around the life you would want that would make you happier. Um, So if you can relate to any of that, and if you have not formally invested in visualizing the life you want for yourself, then this is an episode for you. And um, I would say, do not be embarrassed about going through this process. And that word is key. So if you are a person who gets embarrassed to act on things like this, I just want to call that out. How silly is that, right? If that's the one thing that we can all just put down at the end of this year for good, like embarrassment around investing in something or trying something new, let's just all do that right now. So never be too embarrassed to try something out, to invest in it, to mean it, um, to explore it. I feel like that held, that just on its own held me back from so much that could have probably helped me. Um, just in my self-help path, but no longer. So because this is more of a a directed and instructional episode, I'm not going to spend too much time in the what and the why, but um, here we go. Three parts, the what, the why, and the how, the tools. Part one, the what. Basically a clear picture in your mind or a written description of what you want your life to look like a day in the future. So if you are one of those people who, quote, muscles things, like who tries and really focuses on a goal and then gets so frustrated just waiting for the goal to happen, I can relate to that too. I would, I will say once you have a vision and you get clear about it, it's time to back off and just live your life and go about doing what you can do. So in other words, just don't stay long in the energy of frustration because then your life is just made up of being frustrated. Um, but if you are one of those people who feels stuck, and or you feel like, yeah, my life is just fine, and you can't really think on what you would want if you could have it, then I would say, you know, having a vision is something we have to actively push ourselves to do. And sometimes that means we have to borrow ideas from others and just try them on. Like maybe, you know, squeeze that sweater on a little bit and say like, yeah, maybe this could be me. Maybe that could be awesome. Because when you live from a place of needing and wanting safety and that being like stability being your number one goal oftentimes we reduce ourselves and therefore we can't think outside of our routine so we can't break outside of that room we're in and consider a bigger one however when something outside of our lives forces us into a new place 
we can often see how great that place is and how much joy it brings to our life. Also, in most cases, the things you enjoyed the most from last year are the things that in the moment may have felt too difficult or too scary or too risky. So just curating a life we want oftentimes means being active and deliberately aiming higher, better, happier than feels comfortable or realistic to us. And this is how greater change is made. So net net of the what is a bigger, better, cooler, happier, more awesome vision of what your life would be. Part two, the why. One New Year's resolution that I have is doing more yoga and doing it more consistently. We all want to take better care of ourselves in the new year, and an important part of self-care is taking care of your skin. That's why we are excited to be partnering with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Simply fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history, snap a few selfies, and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. What are your skincare goals? For me, it was reducing dark spots. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash helpmebeme when you use our code helpmebeme. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash helpmebeme and click begin visit. Then use our code helpmebeme at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash help me be me. And use that code help me be me to get your dermatologist crafted treatment plan for $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. All right, peeps, let's talk about periods for a second. Mm-hmm. I think personally, for me, the most important thing is leak protection. And Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. Flex offers the Flex Disc, which is a cup. It's better than a tampon because it collects rather than absorbs. And there's also the Flex Cup, which is a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash helpmebeme and use code helpmebeme for 20% off Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup plus free U.S. shipping. That's code helpmebeme at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash helpmebeme. Total logic here, but... We are unconsciously walking toward whatever we are visualizing. And if you don't formally make a target, you are basically wandering aimlessly. Or you're being driven by reactions. So you're being driven by whatever is on your plate currently. And whatever the track of your life currently has in front of it. So oftentimes that's just decided by your job and what they ask of you or it's decided by a partner and what they want and I think when we live in that automatic place things stay pretty small or they they don't go beyond the range of what other people choose for us and I think a lot of us don't make targets because we don't want to be disappointed and or we are a little superstitious about wanting something bigger or better for fear it will make that go away or it'll hurt our chances or we're going to be uh, sad about something. We'll, we'll feel that pain of loss. So if you are superstitious, I would ask you right now, have you predicted everything in your life so far? Then you are not psychic and you definitely don't predict the future. So continually recognize that just motive of fear and the controlling nature uh, or the need for us to control everything in our lives just around this topic in particular and just repeat that to yourself like a mantra if you're getting inner resistance to this process already just repeat to yourself I am not psychic that thought is irrational 
I have not predicted everything in my life thus far. Therefore, I am not psychic. I am not psychic. And I had a kind of strange resistance to all of the ideas of aiming too high. And I also had this instinct of rejecting whatever anyone else wanted, what the masses wanted. Like I would say, I'm different. I'm unique. I don't care about getting married. I don't care about having kids. It's not something I want for myself. And it's not that I even knew what those things would bring in my life. It's just I thought I didn't want any of those things because I wasn't watching myself actively pursue them. And I'm not saying those are things that everybody should want because not everybody does want them. Um, But for me in this situation, I was not recognizing that the life I was resisting was something that I didn't think I deserved. So, and the life I was existing in currently was not rewarding to me on a deep level. Everything was kind of temporary. Everything felt a little bit trivial, casual, empty, meaningless. Uh, and I th- I thought I wanted it that way. But what I couldn't see was the underlying m- motive was just fear. I, do, I did know I had a deep craving to build a life of substance. I did crave a strong relationship and connection. I craved being with someone like me who made me feel safe. But, it, but I didn't ever consider the ultimate version of my life. And that's because it wasn't something I could think about or or imagine. I couldn't connect it to me. And that was kind of the barrier. What I couldn't identify was that that sluggishness or that lack of interest, that hesitance to aim high or dream of a great and not just okay life was coming from that place of fear, a fear of loss, a fear of rejection. I didn't want to hurt because people didn't like me or because I couldn't reach that life you know I didn't want that pain of failure and also if you are a person that's been through trauma like me I think a lot of the time we resist striving because we just want to feel stable enough to endure the hurt Uh, and so investing too much in something caring too much about somebody a lot is just it feels so dangerous to our safety Uh, but those are all so unconscious and they also hold us back from what we're totally deserving of and capable of. So we have to to actively notice it and combat it. Um, I didn't know that all of these things were showing up in the form, like all of these unknown feelings were showing up in the form of me feeling like, meh, those things are boring. Those things are cheesy. I just couldn't see that like all of that hatred and negativity was just a protective mechanism this is like this constant feeling of being on the outside looking in and so if that resonates with you at all I want to call that out and maybe ask you to question like is that coming from a place of fear it just just try that on for size if that doesn't ring true for you all good I know that's very specific to me I will also just throw out there if you do have a history of trauma it can be painful to make a vision of a future anything because so much was shattered, it feels like a threat. It feels like, no, 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 no. In your body, you'll be like, no, 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Because it, it's almost like setting ourselves up to have the terrible thing happen all over again. For you in particular, healing is possible. You don't have to have that response for the rest of your life. A very calm, regulated, healthy, balanced future can exist for you where you don't have that reaction and it will exist for you if you choose to walk that path so that echo of your trauma I know you know this rationally but it's just an echo of the trauma and it's not real all of that superstitious stuff we get around I can't I can't think good things because then what if it causes the opposite to happen like all of that weird energy it's not real and I'm telling you right now you can hope for things And those things can happen. I remember my therapist telling me that. Like maybe your future can be happy. Maybe you can have great things. You can have great relationships. Maybe bad things don't keep happening to you. And I was like, I just held so tight to those words. Because I was like, she wouldn't just say that to me if that wasn't true. Your life can be different. And it absolutely will be different than whatever you're imagining it is right now. If you're you're coming from that 
place of fear. You can be safe. You can be happy. Just keep walking in the direction of health and hope. And eventually the wounds will become more and more faint. It takes work. It takes time. It takes us being open to the future being different. And just in the moment of that fear, reminding ourselves, I can't predict the future. Maybe things will work out just fine. Maybe I am making progress. Maybe everything will go well. Just repeating those things like a mantra. I didn't believe that. And I know if you have deep trauma wounds, that reflex is still coming up. But eventually it relaxes. There's this thing that happens. There's this ratio. Basically, our life needs to prove to us with enough experiences that are good that our, our life can and will be different. So there's like a, a kind of threshold that we cross, like a key moment when that ratio tips. And that's the moment you realize, huh, I've actually lived my life more like longer as a happy and functioning person without loss than I have as a non-functioning person with loss. And at that moment, it's like the echoes become a little bit more faint and your superstitions just finally, you can see them for what they are, which is like irrational. So know that that, that tipping point happens, will happen for you. If you are living a life that enables you to be healthy and balanced, eventually there will be a point when you're like, you know what? I feel actually more uh, regulated than not regulated. So net net of this why, we need to have a set of goals and a set of dreams, no matter how varied, because what we are scrubbing for in our environment, like our lens is unconsciously looking for those things and kind of taking steps toward those things. So in a quite literal sense, in your everyday life, if you have a vision for the future, let's say it's a month-long trip to the UK, staying in a country house with the kids. That's something that I'm going to be unconsciously scrubbing for and inching toward, even if it's not something I can access in my immediate future right now. Uh, Another really powerful fact that I'm going to put in front of your face is whatever we grow up seeing, we end up oftentimes doing. And I don't mean like if you grow up being abused, you're going to be an abuser. No, I'm just saying like what we um, have demonstrated to us as things people do become our understanding of what exists in the world. It also becomes kind of like what we get used to perceiving as possible. I happen to grow up with two sets of immigrant uh, families, like on both sides of my family, on my Korean side, my great, great grandparents um, immigrated and went through hell and then my english side my dad immigrated and in both legacies of my ancestors they overcame great obstacles so that was something that was demonstrated to generation after generation so i got such a beautiful lottery card of a legacy in that i got to watch people overcome and build like a huge vast amount of um stability and functioning and overcome so much for their next generation so I would say um, despite how great the foundation was for my parents to build off of like they had to suffer and then they built so much for me so with that I got to see witness a sense of power and agency demonstrated in the family of you can do whatever you put your mind to so that's like an ethic that I got just injected into my eyeballs via watching it around me. I also will say that if you grow up with a parent who is bad with money or your family of origin, it like maybe they don't read books, they don't consume art, or they're not in committed relationships, you won't innately learn that that's a good thing to do. You won't know how to do that as much as somebody else that did grow around that thing, grow up around that thing. So for me, in the money area, I had to learn all of that stuff from watching other friends we have to collect people around us and witness what they do and then we can take on it's like you can inherit their good practices just like reading self-help books it's all kind of the same thing i'm bringing up all this stuff to say you are not screwed and when you know where your limits are you can grow beyond them and i would say the majority of the things that i have grown into as an adult I have learned from friends or other adults I respect. So 
we watch what others do and we mimic their actions. So for me, if a friend angles for a higher title or tells me, hey, you should get a bigger apartment, I said, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. But it wasn't in me before that to see that I should do that or that 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 was possible. It didn't feel comfortable to me, didn't feel innate to me. So I have a tool in this particular area if you can relate to that sense of keeping yourself small. Um, I know I kind of contradicted myself with the examples of grandparents and then the feeling small in my job. That was really related to just low confidence. Um, But it's really just important to see where you in particular are unconsciously limiting yourself out of habit. And then based on that, borrow new and better perspectives or tools of someone else outside of you who, I don't know, resonates or you're like, huh, I like what they're doing. I think that's smart. So whatever that is, just to be clear, this is not, I'm not telling you like you should be all power hungry and this is all about money, money, money. It's not about that at all. This is just about having a life that is wonderful, safe, comfortable, and as rewarding as it can be for you in particular in all facets. So if you already have that life and you're like, my life is fucking awesome, you can just skip the rest of this episode because you're already killing it. With that, here's part three, the how, the tools. One of the best things about high quality meat is not only it tastes better, but it's actually more ethical and more sustainable. ButcherBox gets their meats from partners with the highest standards of quality. So you don't have to go to the grocery store to just hunt for that 100% grass-fed beef or free-range organic chicken or wild-caught seafood, etc. One of my favorite cuts of meat to prepare from ButcherBox is a pork shoulder. I like it because, first of all, I love smoking meat because applewood is just the best smell in the entire world, but it's also a meal you can have for the rest of the week and you can share it with family. People are so excited when they see you walk up with a container full of pulled pork. Every month, ButcherBox will ship a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. Each box has 8 to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the kind of box you choose. That is 24 individual meals. This holiday, ButcherBox is giving new members one pack of bacon for free in every box, plus $20 off each box for the first five months of your membership. That's free bacon for life and up to $100 off. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash help me be me. That's butcherbox.com slash help me be me. Stress is, you know, stressful. It can be overwhelming to think about tackling, dealing with it. With New Mood, you will take a journey to mental wellness one step at a time. They have a guided approach that teaches you to empower yourself by shifting your mindset in just a few minutes a day. I uh, personally like Noom because it's really well-researched and thoughtful, and it's actually got a lot of overlap with the stuff I talk about on this show. So know that you are stronger than your stress, it doesn't get to control you, and you can empower yourself and steer yourself towards happiness. Noom is backed by science. The lessons are based on psychological principles that teach you about your relationship to stress and anxiety. It has a variety of tools and techniques to try out and discover, and they're holding your hand the whole way. There's a daily curriculum that's coupled with a one-on-one coach that guides you and encourages you along your journey. Worry less and feel happier. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash help me be me. That's n-o-o-m dot com slash help me be me. All right, first tool energy is energy it exists so think about the fact that we have electricity in our body like we have a literal electrical pulse moving through our heart and we have electricity in our brain that's firing with uh neurons and passing little messages here and there just i want you to visualize that that's just a nuts idea right that's more just to call out we have energy already in us it exists it's concrete and do not underestimate it or take it for granted it's a physical thing I'm not saying that to freak you out I'm just saying when you have an energetic thought or feeling or intention you are making it real and if you don't recognize the power in that I just want let's play a game let's play a game right now um 
If you, actually, I don't know if you can do this. <laughs> if you have access to bean seeds, this is one of the weirdest, coolest experiments I've ever done. Uh, you can tell, okay, you can plant them in a, uh, like an egg carton, empty egg carton. And little, so there's like, let's say like 12 little bean seeds. And you just cut that egg carton in half. If you yell at half of them and you say like mean things to them and you tell really nice things to the other side, it's crazy. But the side that you are nice to grows and the side you encourage grows. The other side does not grow. It's weird. It's, I'm just telling you, like, I mean, try it yourself at home. But based on that, just know your energy truly does exist. And including when you are feeling wonderful and happy and inspired. So let's right now, let's visualize a life you are living in the future when you are genuinely happy. Just go there for a split second. Like, what are you doing? You're smiling. Where are you? What is that? What does that space look like? What is in this scene? And what is not in this scene? And this is probably going to take you a minute, but just like take note of what are the things that just are immediately came to mind. Whatever that is, let's say you paused and you did that for a minute. And now we, we're going back into this tool. The second half of this tool is I want you to like put, you know, print that out on a piece of paper that comes out of the back of your brain and just look at it like, like a single still like what is this thing where is it what are all the details and if this moment is true what else is true meaning what does this moment require that you have done or changed today does that mean you have started to save more money does it mean that you have concretely started to block out vacation time does it mean that you have gotten a lot of therapy work and you've started going to the gym? Just imagine you're a detective. Like what does having this moment require you to do right now? So just reverse engineer it. It's a simple thought exercise, but I think it just makes things a little bit more concrete when we have to solve for the rest of it. Like when we have to, when we're forced to plan things out, it immediately makes that thing more accessible and it also furthers our process like toward action we're actually starting actions already for a lot of our biggest dreams they are accomplished in thousands of tiny tiny and seemingly you know fake or meaningless baby steps like we think like yeah, I don't know if I'm really doing this though we take lots of little mini steps and we think they don't mean anything until one day we're doing that thing and we're there and it feels like now, like, nah, that's not going to happen. And then one day, holy shit, I'm buying a house. Or, oh my God, I now have a boyfriend and I'm super happy, etc. Whatever the thing is. I mean, I'm picking like super traditional <laughs> goals. Maybe your goal is launching your clothing line or, um, I don't know, having a creative brain fart. But fill in the blank with something that really resonates with you. So net net is just start planning this thing out and how we got there and to back timing it from that one moment and ask yourself what are what is other information you need to know in order to get there for me that would be asking my aunt about the best places to stay in the UK in a particular time of year which I'm going to do right now see we are doing this together you guys Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try on at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker's prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash helpmebeme. I had the home try-on kit shipped to my house where I tried on 
The glasses that I thought were gonna be perfect for my face, I'm very glad I did that because the ones that I thought these are the ones were not my faves. I picked the last pair that I thought I would and they look fantastic on me. So if you wanna support our show and get some very fashionable new glasses, go to warbyparker.com slash help me be me. That's W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash help me be me. CBD, it's everywhere. And what the hell is it really? And what does it do? Well, CBD is one of many cannabinoids found in hemp. And reminder, hemp is marijuana's legal cousin because it only has trace amounts of THC. Among other things, people use CBD to help a sense of calm, manage everyday stresses, maintain healthy sleep cycles. So Charlotte's Web is the CBD industry pioneer that kicked off the whole CBD craze. Charlotte's Web extracts are tested 20 times from seed to the final product. And unlike many companies, they have their own proprietary hemp genetics. So the end products are consistent, meaning you know what to expect from bottle to bottle. And as a certified B Corp, they're a mission-driven company, which just means they've promised to help the planet and humanity and all of that great stuff. So go to charlottesweb.com to get started with the OG CBD brand who kicked off this whole CBD craze and use the code HELPMEBEME at checkout to save 15% off your order. And that code will work on all CBD products besides the bulk bundles. Thanks! All right, the next tool is a journal entry, and this is called the Gems of 2021. So because we get into these energy-saving mode selves, like we get kind of addicted to any routine, we can spend decades in our lives just totally living unconsciously, meaning like, you know, when you drive home on autopilot, that we can live our entire life like that if we don't watch out. And that's because we just react to work, we react to checking boxes, we react to others, unless we choose to push ourselves into higher or outside or different. So in your journal, I want you to just write down a list of the things that from 2021, fine if it bleeds into prior years as well, a list of the things that were the most special to you, the experiences, milestones, whatever they are, things that brought you the most joy, that you are the most proud of, that are the most memorable for a good reason, and just jot that list down. So I'm going to assume you did that. And the second half of this is now I want you to look at that list and ask yourself, what do any of these have in common? So perhaps just group them. Are there any trends? Are there any specifics that stand out to you? Because I think this part of it you may find surprising. I, I found that some of the things I enjoyed uh, or, or that meant the most to me were things that I, in, I did not enjoy in the moment or they stressed me out the most. And that is because I had that inner resistance to going for it. I had f- like a fear-driven position of like, I can't do that. I don't have time or I can't waste money. I can't, it's not, I can do without that. So in other words, noticing those trends in myself, I know I have to consciously battle my old programming. So that is just something, if it comes up, if you notice that as well, just something to be aware of, especially if you are a person who in the moment feels like those things are not worth it, you know, who feels like, meh, I can get by without it. Like those are your memories for the rest of your life. And if you get bogged down in your routine or you get you reduce yourself to like what I have to do or if you are a person who comes from that fear-based comfort zone, take note of it. I personally get into a dangerous zone of being addicted to workahol where I don't stop working and I don't stop doing the to-do list. So I have to actively force myself to prioritize and make important the fun and vacation-like excursions. Because if you can just tweak that, if you can tweak your lens and make it so these things are also equally important, there's actually time and energy and resources to do all of those things. We just have to decide that we are the type of person who makes those things important. So the other things that stood out for me in particular, adventures. 
um, the quote, money wasters or time wasters. So just take some time, scan your list, see what your watchouts are. All right. The next tool is an energy saving initiative. So just like you shouldn't run your appliances between 4 and 9 p.m. to spare the energy grid, I have my own energy saving initiative for 2022. Stop the embarrassment. I already went over this, but I think, you know, a lot of people are embarrassed about doing stuff like journaling or they're embarrassed about the fact that they pray or they're embarrassed about the fact that they have a really strong sense of intuition or they are afraid to talk openly about any spiritual experiences or spiritual beliefs they have. I have the same hesitation. I think because quite simply, people are, we don't want to look crazy and we don't want to feel like we're cliches. But if you look at that, that energy is holding you back and it's wasted. Like, I just want us to all have permission to stop feeling that way and stop holding back from sharing that type of information about ourselves because how is that energy helpful? I think if we, the more open it can be, um, at the end of the day, more people will be able to invest in that part of themselves and grow that part of their lives. And to feel that any pursuit or instinct or inner voice is wrong or should be hidden is not a helpful one. So if you are starting to journal for the very first time, or you really want to make a vision for, vision board for 2022, but you feel silly about it, let's just throw that energy into the recycling bin right now because it's wasted. It's blocking you from taking an action that is positive and hone that, you know, bring out more of it in your life. Because I will say just like having no spirituality and also being like creeped out by people who are spiritual and religious all through my childhood and now having some set of belief system I'm like it's such a better more open sense of yourself and the world it's never going to be a bad thing to be able to tap into your senses and your your hopes so just let's let's lose the uh, embarrassment all right next tool is called role models they can grow this area in your life I mean there's a saying about like you are the five some of the five people you spend the most time with I mean there's a lot of truth to you are the sum of the input you ingest in your mind you know the way people live in your their lives included so we can learn a lot about money skills from other people around us we can also learn a lot about how to date from people around us etc All right, the next tool is called inheritance, and this is a journal exercise. So I just want you to reflect on the lens that you were influenced by, you inherited from your family and just your upbringing environment. And I just wanted you to be able to get further context on this idea in particular because there is this energy we bring to the world, and there are different ways that people analyze that energy. Um, The book... The chemistry of joy goes in depth about different people's like emotional makeups and how we approach the outside world. Um, There's also the Enneagram. That's another form of analyzing your kind of position, your inherent position. So it kind of breaks things down like do you have a fear perspective of not enough? Do you have like a relaxed perspective? Do you have like do you come from a a place of anger, etc.? I'm not going to try and summarize all all of that here, but it's just a – a way to take your ingredients and kind of notice the lens by which you approach things. And for me, the most important thing about that is just changing that lens, knowing what you're combating and shifting that lens to a different energy. So it's weird, but like you can, like just like It's a Wonderful Life. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but you should absolutely see it because it's a wonderful movie. But so this man thinks he's, He's died and he's just revisiting his life and seeing how his him not being there would have changed everything. I'm not saying that you want to revisit your life if you were not if you did not exist. But after something traumatic happens or you feel like something is lost, you have so much more gratitude and you can see all of the gifts you have. You can see how rich you are in all areas. You can see you have you are so bountiful. You can have that sense in a split second if you are given that perspective so we can kind of artificially create that perspective of enough and even more than enough as often as we need to 
And the reason to even do that is because from that place of more than enough, we can be more open, we can be more receptive, more rational, and we can actually see all that is being offered to us. It's like the reason that practicing gratitude is the best way to keep yourself really mentally on because you're able to see the truth of reality. You're able to see like all the kindness that does exist. Your brain is open. So just want you to try it right now. Whatever, let's say, perceptions you have in your life currently about not good enough, not enough, need more, this isn't right. Just try, like imagine you're just turning a lens in front of this, in front of your eyeballs and shift it to more than enough, more than perfect. Everything's great. I am great. I am functioning incredibly well. And just see if you can see that actual moment to moment change. It's, it's kind of cool. It's like you kind of kind of squint and be like, oh yeah, my exact same life is all the same ingredients are great. I have everything I need. And we can, from that place, we can savor more, you know, and it, I think it's, it's helpful to do this when we get into that. I personally get into that rut of striving, you know, it's like this striving mindset and it's becomes a life becomes a bottomless pit. It's like never enough, never enough, never enough. I need more of this. I need better of of this. This is too old. This I need a replacement of blah, blah, blah. It's like almost like your vision is focused only on what needs correcting. So this is just shifting that lens so that your life can be this joyful daydream of I have everything I need. I am rich. I'm rich in love and wonderfulness. All right. Hope that made sense. Next tool, it's called a day in the life. One thing I think is helpful in just visualizing a better future for yourself, especially when you can't think of one because you're kind of bogged down by the routine or the smallness of what you currently have, maybe because of the pandemic, I don't know. Um, It's just imagining a film version of your life. Sorry for the baby banging things in the background. Uh, So imagine Scorsese directed a film about your life in the future. And that this is his kind of signature tracking shot where we are following a bunch of characters around a bustling scene. We're floating from one hallway to the next and we're seeing this going from this room to this room. These people are having these different conversations and there's a nice music track. So just what is that moment in time in the future? Let's say five years in the future. And what what's happening and what it's the opening of the film so what is what are we being told about this story I personally find this really fun so I recommend doing more than one of these and um just playing it out in your head what's the scene what are all the different people running around getting ready for you know and maybe there are no people at all maybe there are animals I don't know um but just please try and keep it focused on you and not like your ex, you know, like your ex coming back to you. If you do want to involve a partner, let's just leave that person generic for now. And I say that because when we start to make details really, really specific, it just removes our sense of openness to how that thing comes about in our life. And just, I think, rigid rigid thinking in general becomes uh, the outcome, just rigidity. And, and forcing things that becomes the outcome, which is less awesome than it could be if you just allow yourself to go with the flow. All right, that's that tool. All right, the next tool is called my forearm tattoo, <laughs> aka my personal mantra. Um, so this is kind of like the purest and simplest goal you have for yourself um, in your new year. I, uh, I'm calling it this because I almost got tattooed on my arm in like a handwritten script on my forearm, know thyself. And I was like, this is so cool. This is so fucking unique. And then I saw the exact same tattoo on another person. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Cause I bet there's at least a hundred more people with the same tattoo. So what would your regardless I still like the idea of it and so my exercise for you is like what would be your script tattoo along your forearm 
And I'm not saying go out and get a tattoo, but I would just say like, try writing it out on a ball, <laughs> using a ballpoint pen on your arm. Why? Because ritual matters. And when we see it, we see something performed in real life, our eyeballs see it, we know we mean it. And it's like, uh, just the inaction of it in itself formalizes it more so. So another one I wrote on my arm, <laughs> you're like, oh my God, she's crazy. No, I did. Was just driven by joy. Because that's just something I want to bring about more in my life. Bring, bringing joy to others around me. Um, and so whatever it is, I just want you to write it on yourself in ballpoint pen just to initiate this vision in a formal ritual. Come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> okay, that's that one. Next tool is a mantra. Whatever you create is valid. That's it. You can do anything. I would say if you have the book, The Sidewalk Ends, it's a kid's book, bunch of poetry this is just a perfect example of this and for me when I look at that book I just feel really inspired because I'm like this person just drew these things and they like wrote a bunch of cute rhymes that came to mind and and it's a thing that is so loved by so many people and if you can just apply that same validity of that work to your own life just allow yourself to be raw and unselfconscious and know that whatever you put out in the world, whatever you have to offer, your voice, exactly as it is, is valid. It is perfect. It is creative. No matter what it is, just because it's you and whatever you have to say, it should exist. That's it. So if there's something else in the world that inspires you in that way that's not the sidewalk ends, I would encourage you to seek that out and just make sure and observe it now and again. Because it's like, oh yeah, no, I don't have to be flawless. I don't have to be like everybody else. I can be exactly like me and create something that is just from me and that is perfectly valid and awesome. And people will like it. If the right people find it, they will like it. The end. All right. Next tool is called look at the ingredients. So this is just to keep in mind before you, I mean, it's mainly for just the content you consume. Just look at what it's going to bring to your physical energy. You know, is this full of, does it have formaldehyde in it? Was it full of corn syrup? Just like you're reading the ingredients on the back of a bottle, just check that what you ingest it, when it comes to content and conversations is bringing in something that's good for your, your being, you know? I think it's really important to be conscious about the kind of content we take in because it's, influencing and creating our worldview and also our energy so is this thing going to give you something that's good or is it not that's all you need to ask yourself and if it's not abstain all right next tool feed your machine i think in order to dream and think on what is greater than in our current bubble we need content to draw on we need to wander we need to be inspired so we need to go to places that other people talk about. We need to push ourselves out of our comfort zones. So just think of it as it's like personality food. And it is so worth the time and energy it costs. Why? Because it adds to your sum. You will be, I mean, it just if the first time you do this in a long time, you'll be like, oh man, I got so much juice out of that one experience. I brought it up in 10 conversations. I ended up creating something based on it. So just... Remember, we need input. We can't just exist on the same cycle of sameness. We need newness. All right, next tool. Wrapping up on the tools here. There's only a few more. Next tool is called Hi, Nice to Meet You. So this is just a, a posing to you to re-meet yourself at the age you are now. So if you are, if you're saying the same old shit to yourself about who you are, what you do, the things you are stuck in. Maybe, maybe that's not true. Maybe you are actually different now. Maybe you can see yourself as new today. I just bring that up because I personally had a lot of almost like imperceptible thoughts that were repeating to me the kind of things that I quote do. And then I saw them for a second and I was like, huh, those are really out of date. So just, 
I want you to be aware you can put down a lot of your old worries. You can put down a lot of your old criticisms because they are no longer relevant. So just keep your eyes peeled for next time something comes up about, quote, who you are or like, "Uh, I always do blank. Like try it on for size and say like, maybe that doesn't fit me anymore. Maybe I'm actually, how am I different now? All right. The very last tool Start packing the suitcase, a.k.a. take small peripheral actions. This will feel like playing house, but I think it's great to just get in the habit of taking actions toward whatever ultimate big goals we are excited about. So like, let's say you are really excited about eventually traveling the world, like, you know, pick up maybe the socks you need for the mountain climbing you're going to do on that glacier or whatever. It's, it's a, it's a fun one. I think you'll be surprised at like how it comes back in your life. Not gonna, not gonna say more than that. Um, all right. And that's it. Those are my tools. So before I close, I want to thank my latest sponsors. That says stuff like that to you. Let me just be that person for you right now. And (laughs) Please just receive this and don't filter it out and think like, this is cheesy and dumb. Just hear me out. You are a good and worthy person. And if you don't feel that way, then know that you are on the path to feeling that way and you are walking it. We must move toward alignment so that one day we can feel the way we want to feel about ourselves. And you are making change. You are already doing it. You are working on yourself. You can do stuff. You can change effectively. And when we start staring at our hands and thinking about what we are not doing, that's the wasted energy part. So skip it. If you tend to do that to yourself in the moment, I just want you to simply pause and just try and get into that quiet black room behind your eyelids and just witness pure silence and take a deep breath. And that is better use of your energy. So know that you are active and on your path And you have skills and you can be happy, joyful, loved, healthy, and excited about life and energized. You can live comfortably. You can have peace and fulfillment and you can feel consistently safe and not live in a fire drill and know yourself and know that that self is awesome. And you can get to that place where you never, ever doubt that. So aim high and don't be afraid. And if you've been through some shit and you've suffered, Things can and always will be different than you think they will be and never lose hope. So I'm sending you so much love and see you in the new year and uh, smile.